You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Hey, everybody, hey, yeah, baby, are you ready? Whoa, whoa. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Get Tucked Podcast, presented by FeaturedX.com and Sound Talent Media. I am your host, Tuck. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you go and smash the shit out of that subscribe button. Leave reviews and tell the world how this is the most screamo podcast you've ever listened to and how I'm a five-star fucking man. Shout out to Liquid Death for sending me some delicious water. Do you like death? Do you like to drink liquids? Do you like uh, to die? Do you drink Liquid Death? Um, it's good. I actually, the seltzer one caught me by surprise. It's really fucking good. Um, okay. Sorry again for the space in between episodes. Soon I will have some announcements that will kind of explain what's been going on. Just been a little bit busy. Got a lot of shit going on. Very excited for the future of touring and what is all about to happen for everybody and the fact that I think we're all going to go back to work this fall. But um, let's see. I'm really excited. But today is going to be a super fun episode. We are blessed by the presence of JT Kavi of ERA. Like most of you, uh, I have been following not only ERA, but JT's individual career for years now. From YouTube sensation to joining Texas in July and eventually ERA, it's been a real pleasure to watch. I think JT exemplifies when you combine hard work, determination, and talent. All of those very important things together. A lot of people on this planet are blessed with talents. Few of them will have the resilience and determination um, of someone like JT to be able to accomplish the things that he has. Personally, the final Texas... Um, in July record blood work um, was my favorite. I absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And on this new era record, you hear JT start to sing again. And I think it's fucking awesome um, from tonal yelling to actually clean singing. It's really, really enjoyable to get that going again. Um, this was a really fun chat. And although we haven't hung out too many times, it was always a pleasure to catch up. Here it is, Mother Tuckers, my chat with JT Kavi of Era. <laughs> the countdown but now it just has a countdown and now like we're live that. we're here wow Beautiful. are you ready to get tucked motherfucker i mean i just woke up so sure that's sick i've been up since 7 30 today and it, i uh <laughs> yeah i had to go take my car 
because the service engine light came on. I was like, ship, I guess it was low on oil, which also isn't good. I just have told myself I'm always going to own a car with that light on. Yeah, <laughs> just right? permanently. You know, it's, you know, just, it's just there forever. Over. It's supposed to just be like, hey, just be careful. That's what we're doing here, being careful. Hi. Something like that. Dude. Or oxygen sensors are just always broken. Yeah. This is cool seeing a person as well, because usually I just do the voice shit, and then now you're here. You're here before me. I figured you would always, even if you didn't use video, you just use um, both to help the audio portion, you know? See, you know. Make it more real. Yeah, I guess. Here, I can even turn so you get like. In front of me. <laughs> I've just always felt like comfortable not having to look at people because I'm weird. Um, so I feel like, if, especially with someone I don't know, you know what I mean? Um, well, your and I relationship's kind of funny. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Cause, <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I mean, if we have to be honest, there's not much of one. Well, you know, we just, ha well, we haven't had an opportunity. Mm mm. I think we've Our hung out in have been person so twice, short, maybe three yeah. times. The one time when me and Alex Blue, I'm were sad real about it, you know, <laughs> dude. Same, and hopefully yeah. it will change. I mean, hope I would love for our bands to go back on tour together because yeah. I know they did it before. But both of us were in our bands, um, but maybe that's why. Maybe or no, we did one together. We did the um, August Burns Red tour when Ian was singing for just that like brief period of time um and that's when i met you for the first time because then that one night me and you know, alex were really drunk and we were like do you remember why that day is special and that conversation and us meeting is special for a significant like one specific thing about that day or that conversation outside the part i remember is just me i don't know if it was me or me and alex but i was just like dude you should have fucking joined air <laughs> yeah fucking, that's yeah. exactly what i'm talking yeah, about I, was like, <laughs> I don't know a little little uh whiskey yeah. honesty going on there yeah, but i was yeah, just yeah, exactly. like man you would have smashed that <laughs> fucking troll I, I don't know i yeah. think that was i don't know if that was before or after I did or knew. I think it was before. I think it was before because I don't know. I think it was before Ian, it was even thought. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Maybe it kind of put it into the airwaves a little bit. We manifested it there, but yeah, we um, really did. But speaking of which, too, I was listening back to Blood Work because recently I had Chris on the show as well, which him and I, I know, have I, never I heard met. Some. Oh, he's such a sweetheart. I, I was actually so happy you guys met because. He he seemed to have found you hilarious, and I I like I I know that's a, a definitely a man who loves to laugh. So seeing him laugh as hard as he did made me happy. It was pretty cool. We we ended up chatting even for quite a while off the air, and he was just so nice to talk to, man. I had a really good time with him, and that's what's the weirdest thing about doing having a podcast is like some of these people I don't fucking know at all. Like at first yeah. when I had Rory on, I was like. All right, we've never actually. I think we've spoken in person once. I was like, I, I don't know if he's gonna hate me or not. And then I don't think he does. I'm a total simp for Rory. I love Rory. He, yeah, he makes me really horny. Um, <laughs> he does. And he's just, <laughs> just randy, baby. Yeah, he's a very sexual being. But he's always been that way with his music. Like so much emotion and uh, like like soul in his content. Absolutely, and that's why I like him. I like he's kind of been in the circle because Garrett 
has been managing their band like with Corey for like a couple years now or whatever. And we'd always bump into each other, but it's great to see how sick they're doing. But speaking of which, how's it feel to have everybody fucking like your new shit? <laughs> There's like no complaints. It feels really, it feels really uh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be pretty cool. I mean, I, you know. Every- it feels like better and different than it ever has before. Yeah. And for you guys, it's interesting because you, I feel like when it comes to the last two records, Drift was like, okay, we have to get to know each other, similar to like kind of how I felt with like when I joined Fit and Slave to Nothing. Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. And the last record. You joined in what cycle? It was uh, right at the end of the creation destruction cycle. So they had like oh, wow. put out okay. their debut record. It's been a while. It's been uh, seven years this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is pretty crazy. But because um, yours is coming up pretty similar. You've about five years now you've been with Era? Four uh, or five? I recorded Drift in October of 2015. Yep. And yeah. then we started touring that February. So, yeah. Because one of my first. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That totally makes sense. Like pairing up two with the tour that whatever that mass is. On. Um, <laughs> but this record, it I was just listening to it for like third time today, and it's interesting because dang, yeah. Well, as you know, I told you personally, my number one song of last year was Snowblood. Somehow, miraculously, even though That's it was right. released not that far before the end of the year, I think it was the Tweedly. The you tweet? probably just left it on and just walked away and you forgot. Well, that's, that's cool. No, the cheap mode is I don't <laughs> use Spotify a lot because I'm a big podcast <laughs> listener. So I don't actually mm-hmm. listen to that much music. Um, but when I do, I do it with purpose. Um, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. I believe in your purpose, baby. Are you a big believer? I am. Did you watch the I Tiny haven't checked Desk? out his new. I... No, he did one. Oh. With... Wait. He... Wait, he did one a couple of years ago, I thought. Or is this a new one? It is new, and it's oh, okay, so cool. Good. Um, I haven't checked out the new album yet. It came out like a day or two ago. Yeah, I haven't listened to his new new yet, but I did watch the Tiny Desk, and it was awesome. But I was never I a listened believer to Purpose until, uh, a shitload, dude. That was a big record that year. I think twenty fifteen. Yeah, I I can't not listen to him usually if I'm around Jared because he'll bump that in the nineteen seventy five like it's his job. Mm-hmm um that sounds like us yeah it's pretty sweet i'm i'm a fan is that what you guys listen to a lot in the van and shit we we like a lot of pop we listen to a lot of soft stuff um yeah i think all of us enjoyed that record a lot some 1975 um i play me and i think me and sean like more the r&b stuff than the rest but yeah um he's another one i want to spend more time with singers I think him Sean? And I, yeah, I think he's got a wicked sense of humor. I think we would have fun together. Dude, I would love to hear your, you guys' banter. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it would just be this sphere of awesome negativity about people. Yeah. It would be just so hilarious. Some, yeah, what, um, I, but it's like, it's like ironic negativity. Yeah, it's fun. Um, it's for comedy. Speaking of pop music, when I'm mm-hmm. listening to the new record, the thing that I kind of like, I think, the most is it is so well structured and put together where there's not one extra riff there's not one extra part where i'm like you know what i really didn't need that riff and that's when <laughs> you know and obviously both those boys love to shred 24 7 365 mm-hmm. but this was them kind of kind of taking era in a more sensible 
pop element to some extent for whatever you know era is so it's obviously still like insane but it felt really nice like i got through all the songs and that's why i just kept going back and listening to her i was like jesus christ that's great <laughs> there are yeah. some songs where <clears throat> you don't like know the like you would assume <clears throat> for a particular part to like not be there or come back but then if you listen to the whole song as a whole, there's definitely like Shadow of Thomas is a good example. You think that song is like totally going to have radio structure, like uh, like intro riff is going to be the the chorus riff, do the do the verse, do the chorus, verse, bridge, chorus, chorus. But it's a ballad like there's like the second half of the song is not like the first. Yeah, I really like that song. Um, but we definitely we definitely paid a lot more attention to small things like that on this record like song structure looking at everything as a whole um just making a, the songs really accessible but not like but staying within our creativity and weirdness that we've kind of always had well now it's kind of breached in between the, eh, no pun intended um this yeah. funny, uh, <laughs> there's there are the mashuga moments and then there are the sayosin yeah. moments but they yeah, all yeah, blend yeah. together perfectly on this one and one really unique moment on the record is in memory fiction not a good song did there's this part do you sing on memory fiction or is it all Jesse? because he uses <laughs> all right so okay. I'm, when he was when he was writing it i i think i was supposed to and then i like i was like just do, we were at that point i was like just do it like you have get take a song you know i took two <laughs> yeah it's i think he wanted to do layer he wanted layers to me and i just like never did them. <laughs> i, I kind of remember that and he was like yeah you know what fuck it because <laughs> there's a range he sings in that it's like well is that jt because i've never heard jesse mm-hmm. sing in this like lower low register on this record it's fucking awesome it, it, it's i think it's my it's my probably my favorite register from him yeah it's it just sounds comfortable i can hear mm-hmm. everything he's saying so well and uh yeah i just know he's gonna destroy it live which he was already better than everybody anyway so it's gonna fucking suck he's gonna be like and pitch perfect and then uh, you know he sucks it's fucking i mean he definitely there's parts that he definitely has to practice and he's just like I, i'm i'm mad at myself for making me have to learn this because this sucks but yeah. he gets it down no i wouldn't want to do it i would i would backtrack it all and lie there was one i think it was uh, signal fire was a recent song that was like fuck this <laughs> yeah who, that was from the neon cycle well all of it's stupid it's all hard <laughs> it's not like none of it's ever been easy um yeah but for me, I think as a fan of era, because that was is the other cool part of like joining a band too, is you still are a, a fan of music in general, Absolutely. right? So that's what partially gets you there. Where for me, I don't, I was always a, a big Garrison fan, and I love. I saw him recently. Voice. Um, but for me, the man, yeah, the man, and the band was really heavy when he was the vocalist and i mm-hmm. love hearing this heaviness back on this record but this is definitely the best era record in my opinion it's just so <laughs> fucking well put together and there's no bunk songs i would tell you if i fucking hated one but i really don't i swear to god um it's, it's, that's very a very nice feeling when there's not a lot of skippable tracks like even the tracks i just like um 
like I like less. I like more than the tracks I like less than the other records, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. There's it seems like you guys definitely um didn't have uh at least in my opinion that like b-side song where you're like all right we'll just put yeah, this yeah, one yeah. in there to fill it out which it's a filler and i'm sure jesse and sean have a million fucking demos that they go through before you guys actually do this shit speaking of which i just met carson and grant for the first time and it was really nice really yeah i went and saw the hollow front guys while they were recording with them. oh nice <laughs> so you were wait so you were in um landisville uh yeah or lancaster you went to or that whatever stu- you, the no you went to that temporarily yeah, temporary studio. studio yeah 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 we were just there oh no shit that's cool i don't know if actually i don't know if anybody's supposed to know that <laughs> well there you go you know what while we're at it let's leak some other shit honestly give me some gab on unified how are things any negativity you want to spew on the airwaves about this new relationship that you have because that's obviously the I mean, best way to start a relationship i hate foreigners so there's that sucks <laughs> there you go brother um absolutely kidding no, no um, they seem like the sweetest um i've had a few conversations with the team over there and um i know kirby uh recently signed hollow front with them or hollow front signed with them kirby man such, such a cool so, move i'm um, excited for them yeah i mean band sucks but good label so that's cool um <laughs> nah they're great i think that's a, a band that's definitely going to get some great tours going into this new year. But you guys, one of the f- things that I've been kind of like, oh, beware the Ides of March with is people that are going to release their record, you know, in August or September, mm-hmm. right around the touring cycle, which I feel like there will be an abundance of records, which will make some fall upon deaf ears. I think you guys hit. I actually didn't think about that. That's a good point. Thank you. But you guys <laughs> hit cheat mode. Where I feel like this was the perfect timing where we're like six months. It was out. already delayed six months. Yeah, but that was good. Like I yeah. you know no, this was the right move for sure. I enjoyed ours coming out last year because I feel like other than the Acacia strain, no one else put out records last year. And then everyone was like, Wow, Fit for a King is a really good band. It was like, yeah, you just didn't listen to anything else this year. But I can't even, um, I can't even remember last year. Yeah, last year didn't happen. Um, the only thing you can remember is that the path is the greatest metalcore album of all time. Um, totally. We totally stole your idea for the listening party. We just changed the format a little bit. There you go. That's cool. <laughs> Honestly, we're all just trying secrets there. at this point. I was talking shit. And that's a good thing to do. Talking shit is important, but primarily on the songs where Kirby sings, just be like, yo man, it would have been so much better if Tuck sang this part, honestly, cause you're bad. Um, no, no, <laughs> but I like both of your voices. I, I know, but I have to troll him. Um, no, he's great. My, there's a if new he just thing. Shaved he did. his head. He would sound better. Oh my God. Yeah. I want a completely <laughs> bald band. But no, the rest of them all have awesome hair. And I'm proud of Isn't them. Isn't that annoying? No, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Um, yeah. Ours migrated to our chins. Yeah. We got that. Well, that is one thing that we do have that they really, well, except for Jared, his beard is, it was funny. I saw this. Uh, Does he grow a good beard? Cora's a great beard. I saw this like men's health, like beard commercial uh, thing the other day. And I was like, honestly, that guy is an uglier version of Jared. Like, it's not even like, oh, Jared could do that. It's like, oh, no doubt. Oh, that's great. That's a common common conversation on the show. Talking about I can how see Jared in men's health. Yeah, he's very, 
Bobby gets his like plant plant section. Dude, yeah, it would be cool if him and and they do like the there's that one show with the husband and wife where they like um fix things and shit and they're all Texas and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um is the wife have is like wife skinny, like long black dark hair? Yeah, she's hot. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I have seen that show. Yeah. Like a house flipper show. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that always sunny? Yeah. Nice. Through, through this uh through Zencaster, if you want to start a podcast, you can do it yourself. Yeah, you can add sound clips to like a little soundboard thing. Now I'm gonna have fun mm-hmm. stuff. And I also I added another fun one. Like I would just whip out the uh corn. I would just whip out the Duke Nukem uh, <laughs> voiceover board. Dude, voice clip. I don't know anything about video games. Not a video game guy? No, my dad's really good at them. So he just beat me all the time. The only game I ever won oh, at was he us ruined it for you. Yeah, just him and my neighbor. Oh, I talked about SS Tricky the other day. Uh, that game was awesome. That was the only one yeah. I could really button smash good at. And um, yeah, I just I can't concentrate for a long time, so I have trouble sitting down what, for the what game. Like what? What do you have in your life to substitute? I don't know. Nothing. Well, really? I mean, my main, I guess I'm just working all the time, kind of, honestly. Do you have any, like, I don't know, toy-esque hobbies or, like, activities Guitars. that you do? Guitars. Not, not creative, non-creative. Non-creative. Just, like, brainless. Uh, watching television. I watch It's Always Sunny on repeat and Seinfeld and stuff. Doing yoga and working out. Well, you're funny, so that you you're you're getting your comedy source from good places, so that I approve of. Yeah, you know what? Don't change. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, <laughs> I just never. Uh, I always the only games I could sit down and play for an extended period of time is um, when I was younger. They would come out with these X Men or Avengers games where like four people could play together. Um, I remember there being a good a good older X Men game. I can't remember which one. Yeah, and they were pretty sick. So like my neighbor would come over and my sister <laughs> would play with us, and the four of us would play it together, and that was really fun. But I was always the first to go to sleep. Um, Wait, how old are you? I'm thirty thirty two. So you got the N sixty four time period? Yeah, I played N sixty four. Like okay, cool. But I the you know I had. Um, what golden eye and like all that yeah. stuff and super smash super smash and um definitely like right, every you're, birthday you're cultured, party at least <laughs> yeah every birthday party was based around like that and you know i was a big pokemon person that's the only game i still play like actually nice, on, is nice. pokemon um and i can sit and play that for hours so maybe i'm just having a problem with things that grasp my attention do you read no i can't I can't either. <laughs> yeah, but on but my my it's memory my brain, retention, though. my memory retention yeah. for noise, like for listening audible things, is crazy. Okay, we have the same brain. Yeah, like okay. I can I can listen to anything and it's in there forever. But it's the same way that like I can be working and listen to it's always sunny and I can picture it in my brain while I'm doing something without looking at the television. Totally, that's yeah. exactly how my brain is. Yeah, and that's just what I'm really simple. Like I, I don't. It doesn't take a lot. Simple for, Jack. Simple Jack. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't take a lot to make me happy. I just need. I have a few things that make me very comfortable. It's like I like my gotcha. few things that I think are funny. And I also love trash television, like reality shit, because it makes me feel better <laughs> about my life. What's your favorite? Uh, like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I love that shit. I love um, the Jersey Shore. Oh, well, 100%. And now they have first, the... First season. Yeah. I, yeah. I, which, the golden speaking years. Which, oh, my God. 
<clears throat> the town next to the one I grew up in where I used to like work when I was younger, Snooky just opened a shop called the Snooky Shop because she's from the Hudson Valley where I'm from. What's in the shop? Pickles? She, clothes and she, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just fluffy slippers and pickles. Yeah. Um, I love pickles. Yeah, we, like we, we're the Snooky House stuff. over here. Yeah, she's great, honestly. And watching the one that just they put up on Hulu now, like the family vacation and shit, I watched through the first season that they released of that, and it was pretty interesting seeing like Mike, who's about to go to jail for tax evasion, and <laughs> you also one thing that oh, really oh yeah, and then he went. I gotta look into yeah, that. That's great. You don't know he went to jail for tax evasion? No. Yeah, for like eight months. Um, and then. Jeez. Ronnie, you definitely realize is like, oh, you were the psycho one the whole time, and you're still psycho for sure. <laughs> like, even without whatever, uh, I'm the meanest bitch you've ever met, or whatever. <laughs> Fucking, uh, um, God, what was her name? She sucked, man. Um, <laughs> she was just so awful, but uh, not Angelina, Sam. Um, Sammy, Sammy Sam, sweetheart. Sammy, I'm the greatest sweetheart you've ever met. You sound like the grandmother from SpongeBob with the chocolate. <laughs> chocolate. I remember yep. when they invented chocolate. I yeah, exactly. It. That was one of the shows that the whole band really likes that I didn't watch. I never watched SpongeBob. The only reason why I know that quote is because of them. I heard it so many times. Yeah. Yeah, they talk about it all the time. A classic. It's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I wanted I want to uh, kind of go back a little bit for a second. And one of the interesting things that I talked about with Chris in regards to you is I feel like you and joining Texas in July, you were like the first person to really utilize YouTube in the sense of like joining a notable band through what the fan base that you had created online. Um, am I though? I can't. I mean, I'm the only one that I know about. Scene, but yeah, it's it had to have existed somewhere, and there aren't know. many otherwise. Um, especially not any I can think of that have really stuck. Right. Um, but it's pretty crazy to think about that. Like you were just a person putting out content at a time when very <laughs> right. few were put people were putting out content, and then it actually yeah, led so. you to joining a sick band and then, you know, launching a career in actually touring and stuff like that. Um, did you, was that the goal when you were doing it or were you actively trying to join other bands when you first launched this shit? I wasn't really sure. Like I, I, I set myself up for the opportunity for that happen to happen and it did. But I think at the time I just needed a, an outlet, um, because like I, I lived a lot of my life being an athlete, and uh, I think oh. that was my like outlet for a lot of things. Um, I swam competitively for like a decade or so, and uh, blew my shoulder out in That's college. Shit. Left college, and like kind of like my life changed not in a way that I wanted. So I kind of lost that, and I was looking for something to fill that void. And I've always had always been like a fan of music, like a person that had the original iPod classic and just that thing was always chock full of tunes. And it was always like metalcore or a Treyu or, or whatever was like hot at the time. Yeah. And being a person that wanted to participate with music that I enjoyed, 
I always gravitated toward the vocalists, but they all screamed and I didn't know how. And then I think I was just driving to work and one day I figured it out. I'm trying to condense this story because it's really long, but no, um, no, it's you're doing a great job there, Bucko. Um, yeah, no, it's for me because I'm still I'm now trying to kind of learn how to do it, and it's well. If you act it. now, you can book two lessons with me for forty nine ninety nine. Oh wow! All right, here we go. I need to pl- please JD teach me how to squeamo. Um, <laughs> squeamo. <laughs> no, it's less like. You're constipated and more like you're angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got this kind of, it's funny. I, I make the Meshuga comment in regards to your band, but in both aspects to the guitar work and the vocals. And this was something that you did, you know, before when you were in Texas too. just your tone and the way that you create patterns reminds me of Meshuga and I fucking love it. Really? Yes. Hmm. I don't, you've never, no one's ever said that. Well, I love Meshuggah. I think his pat, like, I think bands, actually, let me just be more specific. I think vocalists with vocal riffs like he does and bands like um, uh, Ion Dissonance. Remember Ion Dissonance? Yeah. Yeah. They have like very choppy, but like very cool vocal like cadence and patterns and small dynamics and subtleties that really just stood out for me. Yeah. Um, I try to do cool stuff like that, uh, but I wouldn't say I would do it on the level that they do. Yeah, I, mean, I don't that's know. A hell... I recently covered com- combustion yeah. on stream just for funsies, and those patterns are literally insane, but they're really cool. Do you ever see? I mean, obviously, the more technical the riff, the weirder the pattern's going to be. Yeah, I can't buy a Meshuggah song. I don't, you know, <laughs> that just sounds really hard. Um, you know, but at like every, you know, my, uh, like every band to the guys that play in off-road they'll always play bleed at practice and shit really and, or play like half the half they know um but fuck fuck that band yeah that sounds really difficult i don't want to do that that sounds pretty terrible <laughs> um god i was gonna there was talent makes i was me going sick with that talent is pretty cool um but i don't i don't have i buy it on the internet and i download it into my brain I have a bunch of Kmart coupons. Yeah. Are you doing lessons for uh, singing or screaming with people? And shit? Uh, yeah, I did six, six to eight, like right before with the record release. And I just got so busy. And I mean, those kids need, need to actually practice. I can't if I can't do a lesson with them every week. I'm not helping them. They need to just put the time in. Yeah, there's I've been following to that David Benitez guy on Instagram. And some of the mm-hmm. stuff that he shows is very interesting, too. The hardest I don't part, know him. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I'll send you a link. It's it's pretty sweet. The hardest part, man, is I live in a you know a building in Brooklyn with like seven other apartments in it. Ah, uh, yes, and just, that's actually something I ask. Like, hey, is your parents gonna yell at you, or like, are you in a place where you can be loud? Because we have to be be loud. Yeah, it's really awkward, man. And then I'll have <laughs> yeah. like I'll do a day of vocal tracking, and then my neighbor will be like, "Oh, I heard you singing." It's like great that's exactly i i know (laughs) please don't tell me um i'm sure you heard the cracks and the fun stuff too um yeah screaming is just actually really difficult and it's one of those things that when i was young i you know you cup the mic and you're having fun and you go crazy and you know you think you're just you're just like making noise right but nowadays Mm -hmm. 
people truly are using like a technique and they're able to do it day after day and not harm themselves, which is most important. But through Mm -hmm. that, using these crazy ranges, like now, you know, you see all these death metal vocalists doing all the like tunnel throating shit and stuff too, which is absolutely (laughs) wild. And it sounds like dual pitch weird shit. It's, it's pretty tritones and whatnot. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, but just after you left college and stuff, did you, so you learned how to do it in the car a little bit, right? And then did you immediately mm-hmm. start getting into making the videos and did that enhance you getting better, faster, you think, just by constantly listening back to yourself? I actually watched a bunch of, <clears throat> like, a, like a handful of cover channels. There was like other dudes doing it, um, like before I got on there and it's pretty much where I got the idea from. Um, there's one guy that was really good. His name is Ryan Strain. He did a lot of like Camelot and uh, he had tons of Black Dahlia Murder, more like in that vein of vocal style. Ended up becoming like a really good singer with like a nice hearty vibrato. But I was seeing channels like that and I was like, man, these look fun. And I've always kind of like wanted to be a singer um, and just ended up with screaming. Um, and I had a lot of a technical knowledge and how to like record and edit video at least good enough back then. So I had all the tools I needed, but at first it was just like for fun cause I wanted to. And then I was like, I got some confidence and, and some skill and I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what I can do with this. I just kind of took it from there. It's time for the mid roll. Do you want to work with your favorite artist, maybe a vocalist for a sick feature like this guy, JT Kavi, that we're talking about right now? Maybe Shane Told from Silverstein, or maybe Telly from The Word Alive. Need some extra shred on that song you're writing? Maybe Nick Nocturnal from Termino, or Dan Sugarman from Ice Nine Kills. Maybe you need my very own Daniel Gailey to sweep all over it. Maybe you're looking for live or MIDI drums to complete that record that you've been working on, like Tanner Wayne from In Flames, or Austin Archie from Lorna Shore. You can go to FeaturedX.com and share your music with some of the best in the scene. It takes just a few minutes, and you may get to collaborate with your favorite artist. You may also have noticed that we have added graphic designers, photographers, and videographers. You can find someone great within your region to work with or have your merch designed by some of the best. For instance, if you like Fit for a King's merch designs, go work with Jim Hughes because he's the guy who does them. Go now to FeaturedX.com and create the ultimate song. Go now. This week's choice for the mid-roll mosh was undeniable the second i saw the mis- this message i was like oh they really know me wow um this week we will be listening to a song called the void by Seiron. um i think i'm saying it right hopefully i'm not a tiktok but i tried my best these mommies keep it extra high and tight they follow proto and will keep you coming up in may i swear if i wasn't busy around uh 8 eight thirty or so i'd take this band home to rpc If you want to know how to get my attention, um, this was so good. I'm going to actually share it with you (laughs) because they just sent me in my DMs on Instagram and I just loved it. So, and I quote, how do you get your song featured on mid-roll mosh there, fuck face? Good morning, Julia. 
What's up, Chomo? We say Ron, Japanese ex-Australian modern metalcore retired double agents have released our debut single, and we recommend you take 20 to 30 Benadryl, <laughs> smoke some good weed, and put it on blast. This is a perfect fucking submission. It's hilarious. It keeps it fun. I loved it. The song is awesome. I hope you all enjoy it. So I'm going to follow Proto, and I'm going to play the fucking song. Here's The Void by Say Rock. recording yourself i've watched it with ryan a lot in particular as well in regards to him learning how to sing because like he already definitely had the screamo part down um but as he was learning how to sing him recording himself and listening to it back seemed to be 
the best tool he had where it was like, okay, well, I, I can hear when I'm wrong and I'm hearing mm -hmm. that I'm wrong. So how do I make it right? And right. Then practicing it and practicing it. Um, and it's, it's just awesome to see that when, I guess when you have the ability to hear yourself and listen to it unjustly to know when you're making mistakes, it can be the greatest tool to just. Oh yeah. Listen to yourself self, I mean, self-critique is, has its pros and cons, but like, that's why athletes rewatch their own games. You, you yeah. got to see what you're, you got to see what you're doing in all facets from first and third person. So you can not to like <laughs> boost your own ego, but to like really analyze your skill set and see where you can improve. Yeah. Dude, speaking of, um, too, you mentioned you dislocated your shoulder or whatever. So many times. Fucking Melvin from my other band, um, offered minivan. Go listen to Swan Dive out now on Tooth and Nail Records. Um, <laughs> um one time we're in the van and we're we were out playing some shows and i we're sleeping i just hear ryan ryan i'm like what what dude and he's just like my arm and his arm is dislocated out because he like why he went to go sleep and he was like going to sleep like this and it just popped out while he was asleep like he was going to lay down and then like oh. as he applied a little pressure it like you know, so then it's all like stuck oh. like this. And he was like, you got to put your arm like this in here. And then we got to put it in place. And I was just like, all right, here we go. And fucking <laughs> Dude. I, it was so gross. It was so so oh. viewers can't see this, but like you have the ball of your, uh, I think it's your humerus. Yeah. And it sits in your, in that like little cavity here. But over time, there's like tons of rubber bands around this socket that just gets worn and then eventually that ball will just slip out of the side and then stay out and that's what happens but the Fucking problem is gross. every time that happens the ball of that bone is scraping chunks of your shoulder blade into your arm so not only have you like loosened up those tendons and the labrum and rotator cuff or whatever now you have bone fragments in there. It loosened up my labia. Now I've got fragments in it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got a I got a labral tear in like 2007. That's awful. Two little punctures here and here, and a little band aid inside there. I think my other shoulder needs it too, but they're pretty wrecked from swimming. Yeah, I'm at. I have to. I think I have need knee surgery. Um, so. I need to go to the doctors. I haven't been to a doctor. In... Did you play sports? What did you play? Uh, well, kind of. I you played. Look, you look like an athlete. I liked them for sure. I played football, um, but I stopped pretty early on um, because I had foot surgery. And you have I... good legs, right? You're a calf guy. Yeah, I got. I would say yeah. my calves are like perfect. Um, I re I, I feel like I remember I was I, I was uh, enjoying enjoying the view. You well, know, you waist know, down. that could sound like a really, <laughs> yeah, right, a really gloaty, rude thing to say about yourself. But I'm not out here being like, yo, I'm the prettiest guy on the planet. I'm just saying I got nice caps. You got just, good legs. You know, yeah, you got good got legs. legs. <laughs> my dad just is a lifter, my, too. Um, So I got, I got on it early. Dad. Yeah. And then I always did Taekwondo through my childhood. Um, nice. So between kind of lifting, I started lifting in probably like sixth grade plus. I had, that's not good that's too early <laughs> yeah it was bad i'm short as shit um it sucks and um yeah my dad's just a beefcake and we had fun but i definitely started too early brick shit house um but i you know it yeah yeah he's still like he's like 55 and can bench 300 like he's a he's a jack dude um nice but 
Yeah, between those. And then, so I, I had bunions on my feet, and by I was entering. What, what are bunions? It is I've a, heard that term for so long. It's a calcium buildup on the outside of your bones. So, like, you, the, there's a big calcium buildup out here, and then it starts bringing mm-hmm. your big toe in crooked. It curls it? It, like, brings it underneath your what would be your pointer toe. So then they have to cut it off cut into your bone like this straighten oh. it out and then put two screws in so is it because of the pressure from the bunion that changes like the shape of your yeah your foot's all growing? the calcium just like keeps growing and growing eventually oh, your, your whole shit go will somewhere. go crooked um gotcha yeah okay that makes sense so i was a 14 year old with bunions like a grandma and i had to have <laughs> both feet Damn, done. dude I didn't know that. It sucks. Yeah, but then I ended up just getting really into musical theater, and I just never went back to sports. I just didn't. Uh, I kept like lifting and shit. I just didn't. I don't know. I took up all my time. I did uh, like two or three plays a year. I would do a winter one, a you know a spring one. See David Batista and Oliver Twist, dude. Yeah, dude. I was like fucking uh, like. Um, What's Pepe Le Pew? No, you can't talk about him anymore. Uh, Lumiere in... Um, the skunk? Yeah. yeah. I guess Why can't you talk about Pepe Le Pew? I guess Pe- he's canceled now because he's a pervert. Um, stupid fucking skunk. Um, yeah, I don't even <laughs> like him. boy. Um, but, you know, uh, yeah, it was um, Lumiere in Beauty and the Beast. The candle motherfucker. Oh, Yogis. really? Yogis. Nice. Shit like that. Did Fiddler on the Roof. Pretended I was Jewish for a while. That was pretty cool. This is in high school? Yeah, I also did the Diary of Anne Frank, so I was Jewish twice, which was pretty cool for me. Um, I had a while, like two years ago, where I legitimately thought I was Jewish for a while. You buy a dreidel? No, my my. so my great-grandmother, she came from Poland right before World War II. I could see and you with the yarmulke. That's what I'm saying. I was like, maybe I can. But, you know, I wanted it, I think, more than it was real. You know, I just wanted to be cool <laughs> like Brian. Um, but, <laughs> you know. so you, know, you could always practice Judaism. Has Brian ever toured with your band? Sound uh, one. I know at least once, uh, if not twice. I forget what tour that was. I think it was a couple years ago. Yeah. Last time I saw you guys. Was at the north him. line. Stole him from you guys. He's a pretty cool dude. I would try to steal him too. Um, I'm a big fan. I love my bra guy. But yeah, last time I saw you guys was the north lane co-headliner that you did. Which, looking back on that last album cycle, I saw you on. When was that? What what show? I saw everyone for a brief period of time until I was not there anymore, thanks to a couple people. <laughs> Um, gotcha. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was there for. Oh, I was there for the whole show. Um, yeah, I definitely saw you. Um, but there's the Maker's Mark bottle that was being shared, and I, yeah, I got really drunk. But oh, uh, I think this. I think this I think that's Gramercy. the one Scott Scott Lee brought. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was a really fun day. But that neon cycle was really good for you guys. And I feel like, you know, that was a great way to kind of end it, I would say, is kind of the tail end of that cycle and then going into creating the new record. Um, Yeah. That lineup was stupid. That was just such a fun tour. Yeah. Everyone's just a bunch of sweethearts. Um, I mean, I hated playing after Crystal Lake because 
how do you top that? Well, that's a, a thing I've brought up once or twice on the show here as well, which I feel bad for any band that has to play directly after them. Yeah, they literally open the show and then every other band's like, well, we're going to play now. Well, for me at that one, because I got there early enough where it was, I got there before they played and I had never seen Gramercy fully packed to capacity before a band even started. Like, especially, yeah, think about just especially true. in New York. They did get the room. Like, they got the room, which was, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Especially in New York. You know, most people are trickling in, they go get a drink before they come to the show or whatever, you know, and, and eventually the place is packed by, you know, the, the uh, direct support band. But how mm-hmm. was, um, did you guys rotate a lot on that tour um, between you and Northlane? I don't think we rotated at all. Did we headline at all? I don't think we headlined at all. Word. If we did, I totally don't remember. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like it worked out. I don't think we sweet. did. Um, I think they play last every day. Fuck that band anyway. They're all like, ooh, we're independent. <laughs> we're going to make more money than you. Fuck you guys. Yeah, when did they go independent? Because I, I thought they were still unified with us. No, not anymore, I guess. As they announced like a week ago that they I need are to ask now... ask our team about that. I'm super curious. Yeah, I believe they're just working with like a distro company and doing everything themselves. Um, we thought about that. Yeah, I mean... We did. It's... I think a lot of people are after, you know, you put everyone at home for a whole year with no income, you're going to possibly think of some other solutions to yeah. your problems. Yeah. And it's interesting because if you took out, if you took your records as an LLC, went to a bank, mm-hmm. took out a loan, you can make a great record, make some videos, pay yourselves back, still own your masters. And I mean, you'll pay yourself back a couple weeks into the record yeah. being out. Um, True. So it's definitely a possibility, and it's something that I think the only thing holding people back from that is, depending on how much of a budget they want and want to use, which I think it may be more advantageous to spend less and retain more of your ownership. Mm-hmm. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how it works out in the future. I think a lot more people are talking about it, but labels, you know, they provide you, you know, just some clout factors and help you, you know, connect some dots, but someone like Josh, uh, he can connect most of the dots himself. He doesn't really. Yeah. He is, he is pretty involved with, uh, I mean, with management, uh, this like work workload. I mean, aside from the budget, like workload and your immediate, vast network that you join like by proxy is a 100% worth the signing though. Yeah. And that, that's the thing that like, for instance, our, Ryan our and team I, just rules. Yeah. And, and you guys do have a really nice, you're with Luke and Francesca um, over mm-hmm. unified. Yeah. Um, so, which I have heard a lot of lovely things about them. Cause obviously the last couple of years they've Easy. been making big waves and like creating a great roster. I mean, and- I've known her since text in July. She was EVR, EVR rep. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. Um, and that's how I kind of knew of her as well. Cause there was a brief period of time where I worked at, um, about like a year I worked at merch now where they were really nice and gave me you, in Albany. Yeah. Nice. Like, well, yeah, I, I, did lived- you know Natalie? Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Natalie. So I love all of them. Um, God. team was fucking awesome. They were super the whole nice. Office and, was so cool. 
Yeah, we, I was, I lived an hour from there. And gosh, let me tell you, I was the worst employee on the planet. <laughs> I you were. I showed up so fucking stoned. And just, you know, I'd be, I, here's, they would be like, well, dude, you're 15 minutes late. And my response would be, well, I live an hour away. Yeah. Like, oh, so that should excuse me because I travel far. And then, you know, like one of the other guys would be like, well, yeah, I live in Hudson too, dude. Like, come on <laughs> i was awful i'm just built different you know get they were really nice to me and just gave me a place to work in between tours and were super mm-hmm. sweet um and i have a lot of love for that company because they definitely do equal vision and merch now really do care and they want the best for everybody um and that blood work record was fucking phenomenal i mean thank you you know i think i'm happy about that record Man, yeah, I remember. It, was, it would be cool to see what have happened after another, like one more after that. But you know, it is what it is. Yeah, it would have been interesting for sure because I think a lot of people agree that that's the best Texas record, um, and it's definitely my personal favorite. I liked the involvement with Carson and Grant and how that worked out, and that was oh, yeah. definitely one of the first Carson and Grant records that was a real standout as well in terms of the mix and, and overall the songwriting. Um, I mean, Broken Soul is just a fucking banger of a song. Like when that chorus hits, if you don't want to take an axe to somebody's head, you're a bitch. (laughs) Um, But it's nice when thinking through, like even today, I have a a question just in regards to era and the overall content, Um, like in terms of you guys writing, like you and and Jesse, because the lyrics are pretty wild. And I was mm-hmm. pouring through quite a few of the songs today and reading as I listened through. Who are you guys writing as a pair in tandem, or is he doing something mm-hmm. you do some? Or yeah, in the past, um, like Drift. When I came into Drift, uh, six. What was my workload? I think four songs were left. They weren't even touched for lyrics. Maybe it was six. Yeah. I think it was four. Um. Yeah, four. It was four. Uh, so I was like, hey, I'll just write my parts. And there wasn't a lot of editing from him. Um, he does all of his own stuff. And then the other other songs, he had already written the patterns and lyrics for. So cool. those songs were his. And then when we went to Neon, Neon, I like had terrible writer's block. And I thought everything I was writing was shit. So he took on a lot more workload for that one. Yeah. And then this record was active 50 50 so i actually was happy with a lot of stuff i was writing but i he like he's really good at it too and he has a different creative um nature to his his stuff for me so and i like both like some of my favorite songs on neon were stuff i never even touched uh, as like a writer so um we we really yeah you know it shows how well you guys know each other and And i don't i don't harbor a lot of pride for that either so like i don't i don't mind that i didn't do the majority of the writing for those songs oh thankfully i do i'm a whore um i i I mean i like i like when i do but i'm not i pray i'm not gonna lose lucky that ryan is so sweet because i have been not fun to deal with in regards to that so that's really (laughs) cool that you are able to share the load because that i think that was the one thing i've had a hard time with in joining the band like touring didn't give a shit got into it i was like keep me dirty don't give a fuck i'll be out here all day every day whenever you want me forever don't care 
I'm kind of like that too. But when it comes to the art side of it, I'm very protective and I want it to be as sincere and honest as possible. Like I don't care telling everyone exactly how I feel as long as I feel like everyone's going to listen to it and be like, yeah, that's fucking brilliant. He's a genius. Um, Well, he always said, leave pride at the door type of thing. Like we were in here to make the best result. It doesn't really matter who it comes from. A lot of times it comes from him, honestly. Yeah. No, Drew Drew taught me that the guy that produces Falk, our yeah. last two records. Um and that helped a lot where I had I needed somebody to just be like, dude, like you don't gotta be everywhere. You don't gotta do everything. Just <laughs> just hit homers. Just hit but homers I wanna. But I want everyone to know how like existential like the crisis I'm going through and like how hard my life is and <laughs> it's so difficult here in this apartment in Brooklyn surrounded by guitars. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a really, really uh great record for everyone to listen to and be able to relate to. Yeah. And you know, and just another I, I mean <laughs> it's funny how many bands you if you were like actually asked and they gave you the honest answer about where the like creative split is, you'd be surprised. Like August Burns Red, I think for a while was like everybody contributed. Yeah, you know? and it's all over the place too. Where I know that like Brent contributes. With, I mean, their um, their band's full of, full of that talent, so they totally can. Like everybody can do everything. Yeah, it's not especially fair. Dustin. Um, yeah, Dustin sucks. I don't like that dude. I think he's bad what at his job. Head. I think he's, he looks awful he's too. Bad Beard, at, bald. You know what's my favorite part? Fuck of him. him. I yeah, seriously, <laughs> fuck that dude. He he is a piece of shit. But no, gosh, he. I've yeah. Um, one thing I'm gonna say first, first and foremost, best scream, like best backup scream Dude, in all of for metal. sure. Best backup his higher, his higher end is insane. It's so good, and it's all I wish I could do. Um, he is like a sub. He's like a. It's almost like a a death hollow shriek but it's like so badass and it fits the band it sits it sits and fits yeah i always look forward to that interlude song where he gets to do like a back and forth with jake or something like that Mm -hmm. it's just so good Um, their tones are just different enough for the contrast uh is uh, yeah that what what a great yeah you said it well best backing screamer i've ever heard yeah it's my favorite at least and maybe mm-hmm. i'm a bit too much of an abr fan um but Ooh, about aj aj from issues. issues is a really good screamer but now as well. he's not a backup screamo he's a real, now he's a full front screamo dude his feature in is it aeon yeah from the crystal, crystal lake, lake. absolutely so not good um, i did that feature every day <laughs> on that tour Oh no shit. And that was before he yeah. was, I think that was before he was screaming in issues. Like full time. Um, or maybe I'm wrong. Well, before full time. Yeah, he was definitely participating a lot. Yeah. I was always, you know, telling him how good he was during that time. That was another band. Um his scream reminds me of like Bob's a bit too, which is pretty cool. Is that my bell? You I think it was. You expecting stuff? Actually, Amazon? My suit. Um getting married, bro. Um Hold on one second. I thought that already happened. There's a pause button. I think it's my suit. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I'm getting married in June. I thought you already got married. I've been engaged for like three years. Um, oh, but no, this is exciting. Yeah, I'm so very exciting. To get it done. And When's the actual date? June fifth. 
Um, so nice. really soon, like 80 days or so. So I'm trying to cut back on the snacks, get get sexual. Oh, I saw a post you making about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got to. Uh, I won't, well, I don't have. I don't have to do anything. What I, was what was the context of the post? It was like the other day. Was it uh, yesterday? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, like yesterday, or the day before, I just said I need to like stop eating snacks so I can get shredded. And it's funny because then a bunch of people were like trying to give me like crazy, you know, to, well, you got to do, do this keto. And, that. and I was just like, no, 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 guys, I just have a sugar problem. Like, I go to the gym all the time, love it. I just, I'm a pothead. I like to eat snacks. That's it, dude. Like, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm currently on Amazon re upping my caffeine energy drink order and trying to pick the flavor right now what do you drink what's your drink of choice um i used to do coffee for so long but i'm such a snob because of sean uh that i like can't make the coffee that i want to ah. drink <laughs> so he's like a real uh, ass barista like yeah <laughs> um and i not just him but like the the shop that he works at in birmingham called seeds is just the best coffee i've ever had so I'm so spoiled that I just settled for energy drinks, so I just drink a lot of energy drinks. Uh, I'm looking at C4 right now. Oh shit! Why don't you just get um pre workout and make drinks? I have pre workout, but I that shit I like makes me I want to like drink it something, you know? Yeah, that's a there's too much like uh it makes me tingly. Like if I'm not yeah. gonna work out, I don't want to just pop one of these just to like do my emails you know yeah that's how i felt if like i took like adderall it always made me it gets, yeah. it gets me crazy um but that's pretty cool i like energy and i like drinks so i'll have them i just sometimes. i just really need caffeine i'm not super super picky on where it comes from like i'm not gonna do take a caffeine pill like i actually want a beverage in the morning but yeah that's pretty sweet i've been i've been settling for amazon bulk orders because it's relatively cheap well there you go and convenient. You know what, man? You're just contributing to the problem. Jeff Bezos made trillions of dollars during this time, and nobody well, else I can't buy any this money. anywhere else. What are you <laughs> what doing? Do? You're destroying the planet. He's like Lex Luthor, dude. Didn't you watch Justice League? Don't you even know what's going on in the world? Batman has to save us. Speaking of Batman, I just want to watch the world burn. Through the irony is I'm buying something called C4. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that stuff is actually pretty great. Um, but yeah, I'm just a coffee drinker myself. Um, do you but, do black coffee, pour overs? You're on the Chemex. You make yeah, I just lattes. have an espresso machine in my house. I I my just man. um I just take uh, Bustello and just press it all the time and drink it black and. It gets me through life. I'm a big fan. I approve. Um, yeah, it's an it's a necessary element. Um, man, Jesus Christ, JT, where do you live now? Are you in Alabama still? Yep, oh. moved down here like after the first first or second tour. I was okay. driving twelve hours down here, one like each way by myself to get ready for tour. Jesse's out and in like, like LA now, though, right? He's in LA. They were all here. Yeah. Um, I moved down just to, like try something new and I got a cheap living space. And I was like, ah, let's try something different. And I'm like the dad of the band, so yeah. I like to be pretty hands-on. No, that's smart. Did you guys do all your content with Aaron Marsh this time? Again? Um, we did well the video work was done by Kevin and them. Okay. Um, yeah. And then we've had 
we've had more variety with like a creative team than than ever. Uh, Aaron's still around, and he's he did all all of our promos, if I'm not mistaken, um, that we're currently using. Yeah, I love him. He's been he's been part of our lives or and long time their lives for longer than me, but part of mine since the inception of my joining. Yeah, he assisted along when they were in their tragic hero days and stuff like that. He's um, been doing this for a long time, very long time. I mean, he's done some of most of the best, our coolest... favorite metalcore covers, yeah, like ever. It's wild. when we were children. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty insane because um, he was also a child just doing it. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, he's not. He's not too much older than you and I. No, he's not. Yeah, I think only like two or three years. Um, did you guys mm-hmm. go to Atlanta to do everything, or did they come to you? Yeah, we found a little warehouse. Sweet, those screens a... are wild. Uh, yeah, they're hot. Yeah, they generate. You know, a lot he of heat. did the. I think he did the programming for the um, all the stuff that was circulating through that backdrop on your screen as well. I'm pretty I'm sure. Correct. I don't know who else. Um, what somebody like at least somebody in his group would have yeah it was it wasn't yeah, us one of those fucking nerds um but <laughs> yeah that's you it, like zach i love zach oh i love him to death yeah um you should Isn't be so funny you should be in sweet. our sitcom that we're gonna we're gonna do he's um, he would be great in a sitcom oh man we've got an idea and it's gonna be good um <laughs> it's gonna be really good dude if you want to be in it i'll wear a wig so we don't have two bald people or maybe i'll grow it out like george costanza style i'll have some i'll be a cameo or whatever you want me to be oh it it'll be great i'll tell you about it off air um but uh, are we expecting anything else in regards to additional content coming out now that the record's out did you guys save anything fun for us are you even allowed to say (sighs) um we have ideas to make more stuff we actually don't have anything like lined up um like we want to do uh we're we're in the in the cards is a live stream but like if touring is like right around the corner we don't really know it might take the logistics to get that even going would probably not place it until like a month before touring actually happens exactly yeah um (sighs) in regards to do you have nothing nothing specific that you can Uh, share i guess i can't um not share you have some ideas we're planning on trying to get stuff together for the end of the year but even still like we have that furnace fest thing yep in, what was that september september 26th i mean I and i hope that everything is okay that not only that we physically can do it but it's not like immoral to do it too because if it's immoral like nobody's gonna do it well that's the the one thing that i think everyone's got to understand is if it's not okay for we're everyone not gonna to sac- go out yeah. and play, we're not going we're not to. gonna do it for the sake of the show that's just we've waited this long we can wait longer yeah, that's we're we're gonna do the same where we just don't want to piss anyone off. Uh, yeah, we've watched everyone get yelled at this whole year. I mean, um, yeah, fuck that shit. Anyway, why are we even talking about it? It's not fun. I only want to talk about. I don't want to. I don't want like your band. People do bad and dumb shit, and they shouldn't. Yeah, you just don't do bad things, and bad things won't happen. And then you know you can be an era, and you can dress like you're in a Blade Runner gent band. We love um, that shit. <laughs> All of our visuals are so sci-fi right now. It's so cool. Uh, that's like so I happy about it. I am a big it. fan of it. Um, I remember I was talking to Aaron at one point on the phone, and we were discussing like kind of what you guys were going for mm-hmm. visually in the future, and he was like. Yeah, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like more hipstery and stuff, but it's like I don't know. And but it's so clean, it's like sci-fi minimalism. 
you know, another great addition to your group, something to shine light on too, is Connor stepping in. Because yeah. Connor is such a great business. Oh my God. And, um, fantastic dude. Really, really easy <clears throat> to talk to. Um, and it seems like he he's really busts his ass for us. I mean, off court, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That dude goes in the paint. I like hard it. in the paint. I, that's, Speaking of which, I'm terrible at basketball. Same. I always wanted to be good at White it. man I guess can't that's jump. Part of the short thing. Dude, I can jump like a motherfucker. I just can't. I, I'm so tiny. It doesn't Gravity's even matter. so hard. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that really sucks about my life. Is like, I can actually jump pretty fucking well. When I was in high school, I could high jump my own height. I'm still so short that I can't yeah. fucking jump. High jump? I, can't jump. I knew that it's something you would like. Oh, yeah, yeah. I the the I did track for one year in between a couple plays because I had time and it was really fun. I did pole vaulting, high jump, long jump, um, shot put, and I did like a relay. I forget. I think I had to run like a four hundred or something. I always thought gymnastics was really cool. Being a swimmer, I did di- oh, I did dude, diving I- as well. So that's kind of like you know acrobatics and whatnot. Yeah. You follow that Steve Johnson or uh, uh, Steel Johnson, dude? Steel Johnson? Steel Johnson. Sounds like a sex story. Yeah, seriously. No, he does. He's he's very attractive, too. He's got and, you know, it's such a such a donger name. A donger name. (laughs) It's a big dong. Um, But he won a silver medal in like diving shit. I don't know, last Olympics or whatever, but he listens to Mad Screamo. Nice. He probably listens to your band. He listens to Slam. Wait, Blanton, hold on. Kings. I gotta interrupt. I'm sorry. There, That is one thing that we learned really quickly about this release week. We have like all these nerdy ass YouTubers saying like they love Aaron. I was like, dude, these are gamer channels. This is cool. We're getting like yeah, some, that's gotta be we're awesome. getting some like media buzz from like the nerd community, which makes me so happy because we got a lot of nerds in our band. Yeah, you guys are a nerd band. Yeah. It's nerd music, but it's accessible nerd music. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's nice because it's not so crazy where someone like, I wouldn't say I'm a nerd. I I don't think I'm on the dweebier side of life. And uh, it's interesting. It, it's, it mixes so well for everyone involved where I think the... I sent it over to my friends that strictly like gent, mm-hmm. like, uh, but like more mashuga based fun, like challenging shit. And uh, it's great. I'm a big fan. I think you suck, and I hate that you started singing. But other than that, it's cool. You know, it's like we're just gonna start layering the shit out of all our courses from here on out, dude. It's whatever. You guys can just backtrack all of it. It'll be super (laughs) sick. I mean, why not? I'm gonna have some sort of like pedal board with all my cheat mode cheat codes. I actually, for my fucking emo band, I want one of those because I think it would be super fun. I mean, those um, helicons are awesome. The TC ones, TC helicons. Yep. Chadwick from 100th used one on like the last warp tour we did, 2017. And that was like the first, one of the first tours they were doing since they tr- switched to like a more indie band or whatever. And he was using one of those on his vocals and it sounded fucking Yeah. Awesome. You, I mean, you could do tons of cool stuff. Um, like i think the helix can do it yeah too. yeah yeah um, i, I but, wonder if there's a whole like a whole grouping of like vocal tech that we could use that i just don't know about because like i just bring my microphone and then i'm there <laughs> check my mix dude, real quick i'm good 
right? Yeah. I, and where do I do you, where do I advance you, from that? Like, in that is that forever? <laughs> you know? Are you guys all on ears? Yeah. Yeah, you just do the little mix in your iPad app on your little, phone. Or the the yeah. trash app that we have. It's awful. Yeah, it's that stupid thing. But it's, you know, I've tried to simplify it, too, because even re in regards to making a bass tone, there's times where I'm, I'll make something that I feel like I really like or sounds right to me, but then I have to think for a second, well, I don't know what Brian needs or wants. I'm just going to ask Brian. Brian can do it because he's going <laughs> to do it. He's uh, just going to give Jerkis. himself the frequency. Yeah, uh, does he uh, tour with you guys? He a lot? used to when we when we were first doing in, in your stuff. He was around a lot. Um, yeah, Chris Pollock has helped a lot. I think Brian Brian has too for sure. Uh, honestly, all of our sound guys have been pretty good with the software Chris side is too. Wild man, mm -hmm. um, that dude is so good. But also, Matt. I mean, Matt just uh, he keeps expanding. He just did the drums. Yeah, with Chris uh, 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 or for, Cam. Yeah, for the boo. That's record. right. Sounds great. Um, I love that new single, White Nile. Yeah, no, it's super sick. And Matt mixed the full, he mixed the new Bloodline single, something, something, and Enter Flow or whatever. But it's a cool song. Sounds good. Um, I love those boys. I miss all my Texas friends. Dude, fuck that stupid ass state. Being all like, we're gonna be open and free. And actually, Kirby sent me a thing today saying that the numbers are going down there. So whatever, fuck that state that's There's, enjoying freedom and the they numbers are, are suffering going down. right now. God. Yeah, assholes. Um, and it's it's just funny because we're in. Everything is always so polar opposite. Where they'll be down there, and I'm in New York, which is like the one of the, the what one of the most locked down places during this mm -hmm. whole experience. Plus, you have the and dumbest piece of shit going. Yeah, God. Yeah, I'm like 15. I'm like 15 minutes from Barclays Center, which also sucks. Because imagine getting to go and watch the fucking Nets during this whole shit show. How nice would that be? All I want to do is go watch Kyrie be like, oh, the earth is fucking flat. Let me dunk on you. Boom. <laughs> that would be sick. I would love that shit, but I'm not allowed to. Makes me mad. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this, but... <laughs> I forgot. The earth is wait, flat, wait, wait. by the way. Though this is about that. So on a particular tour with Make Them Suffer, we had Alex convince all of Make Them Suffer that he was a flat earther for a whole tour. That's so sick. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. He like, uh, like full blown. Have you watched uh, Bukan Married at First Sight? I have seen clips. Out of curiosity, I watched it like a couple days ago, and I was like, "This is great." And that's right up I your. I need to watch it. That's right up your yeah, alley, my, dude. My friend sent me a link where I can watch it on. Uh, it, it's on a the different interwebs. side of her. It's it's funny. Like, but her comedy and like her personality is a hundred percent never going to leave, which makes it funny. Dude, and honestly, the guy she's with, they, they honestly shit, look like a great combo. Yeah, I feel like it's going to work. Kind of weird, real, you know? But, I don't know how that um, shit actually works, but like, I back that. That's cool. Wait, do you not think that reality television is real? Wait, they're not married? No. No, they're, they're married. They have to, night one, when you get married, you have to, you have to do sex. Well. You don't. You you should. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't have no, you to. Don't. I wonder you if I'll should. get to when I get married. That would be so cool. That's the deleted. That's the before. deleted scenes on the DVD you have to buy. Yeah, yeah. I like to. I've made a lot of DVDs of myself in preparation, but it's usually with like couch cushions. 
stuff like that. Because I've been try- I've been practicing for years. I've never gotten to do the real deal, but I can't wait. I'm 13. I have these emotions. <laughs> what yeah. in my house do I rub against? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I would be crazy to still my body. be a virgin. <sighs> And if anyone listening is still a virgin, I think you're fucking cool. And I'm happy for you. And I mean, well, some of you still should be virgins. Like if you're young and you're not in love because you should only have sex with, you know, someone that you love because, you know, that's what's most important in this world. Um, But also, I really like the song Ether by Make Them Suffer. I mean, great band. They have I, I really like that band. Hollow Heart was one of my most played songs when that came out. And I, well, in that one song, Ether's got a two-step so, in it. It's a pretty and, song. Yeah. It's, I wish I could sing Puka's parts. I love keys, too. I wish I learned to keep the, the keyboard when I was doing instruments. I can't play them good. I can, you know, same. Very I, dynamic instrument, too. It's crazy because if you knew how to play piano and shit and you like learn how to read music and all that stuff, you could how do much like better anything would I be a fir- would I finally be good if I learned piano? <laughs> you would be good. You would be way better would I be than you are now. The way my sweet Lord intended if I learned the keys. Yeah, I mean, that's how Lord Zenu wants you to be. Are you a Scientologist? No. <laughs> do you want to give all your money to? Lord I do. So that way you can love get rid of your Tom body Cruise, demons? though. I love Tom Cruise. No. Same. I, okay. I just do. I, I, I'm a Scientologist. I've never not liked his movies. <laughs> you can say what you want. Well, yeah, they wouldn't be as. Obviously, there's something there. Everybody that's a Scientologist, how good are their movies? Will Smith. <laughs> Wait, Will Smith? How good are his fucking movies? No, He's a fucking Scientologist. Dude. No, I'm so sad. Dude, you got to get rid of your fucking body thetans, dude. What's your problem? Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. He's like one of my all-time favorites. Oh, it's fine. I accept him. He could be whatever he wants. I wonder if I started putting video of this show on YouTube, if I could still smoke drugs and have it monetized. Um, On Twitch, you You can. can. I don't think on YouTube you can. You can't on YouTube? Mm, I don't know. Okay. I'm smoking tobacco. <laughs> okay. I got my hash pop. Did you listen to the Africa cover they did? Yeah, it was so great. Um, that song always inspires great times, too. I remember this one time where our van died a million times on Warp Tour, and then Beartooth saved us one night, and then it was Cam's birthday, and we ended up he threw the ha- the cap to a handle of uh, whiskey out the window and was like, we got to drink it. And then it was like half of a bottle of whiskey left. We drank it. Bob got really drunk and he was like dying and throwing up and peeing at the same time. And- God, what do you, <laughs> what do you like call that? The toilet. It was the awesome. four horsemen. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I laid him gently to sleep that night. Oh, that's what, you um, know, that morning is just going to be living hell. <laughs> well, there's pictures of him, yeah, from that next day. Like, at I threw up in my shoes. Fuck. Um, yeah, because he was also assisting Carlos with the um, Beartooth tent. So he was actually working some days and shit. It's awful stuff. You know, it's a fun observation, too. Mm. With your new record, 
all of your top songs on Spotify right now are your new record. Yeah, I noticed that. And this looks and the clean. Fifth one, Gungrave, says currently 213,000. Wait, is Gungrave up there now? Nah. Number five. Yeah, it's number five. And that must have changed um, overnight. Now, didn't it just come out on Friday? Yes. This past Friday, right? Yes. So not even a full week yet. Oh, damn. We got a big monthly listener jump over the weekend. Yeah, and look at, like, for instance, your fifth song in less than a week. Oh, shit. Has 213,000 songs, and that just came out on Friday. That is is good. That's a lot. That's That's half of Shadow Autonomous, which came out a month before. Well, two weeks before. Still, it's fucking sick. There's a lot of heat on it, but it's interesting. You know, I, I can say this from personal experience because obviously every time fit for the Kings puts out an album, everyone's like, wow, this is the best thing I've ever heard in my whole life. How does this band continue to hit so many home runs? Wow. They're so handsome. Oh my God. I love (laughs) for the Kings. And it's kind of like I touched on earlier. It's got to feel really nice to put something out, especially because you've had such an interesting run of joining Texas then that went south. Then you join Era. You have to get your footing there. Mm-hmm. You have a record where it seems like the last one, for instance, you you said earlier, Jesse picked up a lot of the writing on Neon because you were having trouble, you know, mm-hmm. touching it. Now I feel like this is you guys perfectly gelled as a band, and it really, really shows on this record. It's just straight. I, I hope so. I, I, we definitely take a lot of like I don't want to say. Maybe pride. We take pride in knowing that we're now there. It just, it felt so good to do this record. And, uh, like the work we put in was just like enjoyable. It was just like, we we weren't like anxious. We were eager, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's nice. It feels good. It feels different. Was it nice being with Carson and Grant again? As Super well? full circle. Like yeah. Sense of comfort with oh, them? oh, yeah. Um, I'd also just wanted them to work with Jesse for so long because they're really good at what they do. And I feel like that team was just destined to to be a thing, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. They it really seemed to come. Who did the last one? Who did? Um, we tracked with Bo Brichel from Seosin. Oh, shit. Um, oh, that's cool. But then we sent the record to be finished with taylor larson oh that's i've never met him i've never i don't even know what he looks like he was in from first to last for a while really oh yeah 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 that's pretty sick was he a drummer last is a great band no guitar player huh um in the i think like hair probably know this onward my Um, bad person no, I mean, I just know too much about Screamo, and it's sad because I'm 32 and I just talk about from first to last still. <laughs> and I'm so... <laughs> it's only been like 15 years. I like that guys. band. I actually like um, everything they put out. Same, even when um, it was just Matt singing that one like more rock record. I thought that that was quite cool. Is that the well. one that has cashing out on it? Yeah. Um, Hold on. But I also love the wait, heroin record. Wait, wait. Uh, <laughs> Did you wait? Why is this guy I, from He-Man their picture right now? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Have you Isn't noticed it that? Sick? Yeah, what I saw that the other day. <laughs> wait. Why? What is like Skeletor? <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god. Oh yeah, dead trees. 
No, um, that's with us. Uh, that's with yeah. Spencer. So thrown to the wolves. I actually love that album. I listened to that a lot. Yeah, it was great. It was mad catchy. People just didn't give it enough attention because Sonny wasn't there. I still liked it, which is fucking weird. Um, Sonny was all like, "I'm gonna be fucking Skrillex, whatever. Go make millions of dollars, and then I'll come back and put out two singles with you guys a decade later." <laughs> which one of them? is pretty bad one of them's good i like the peach looking ass one and i don't like the other one because i I feel like he just tries he just tries to say fuck too much like and trying to be in like overly edgy rather than just like i don't know i i want like ride the wings of pestilence shit you know make me feel like i'm a poetic teenager what a banger you like that yeah that was good if you just add more gut, that's the technique. <laughs> I don't know how. Dude, that's I'll the thing, teach you. Man. I, can, I bet you I could teach you in an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, I can make noises, but I can't do them loud. Um, yeah, I want can. to though. That's one of the things that I want to be able to bring to the table. Honestly, where we start. everybody can scream. Everybody can. They're just gonna sound different, but you can all do it. Yeah. I'm it yeah I want we'll do a lesson I think that would be super fun um and I would actually love to do that um I'm not, I'm not even kidding the, I'll, I'll totally do it for you no for real no I'm, I'm in um because when we did that live stream I started like into this last tour that we were doing stuff I'm finally starting to do some live streams mm-hmm. like backup stuff I can and, just, do you know how to dial in grit for your for your singing like pitch scream yeah, yeah, and I can do like a like a tonal yelling yeah. kind of thing um, that seems kind of screamy. It's just leaning it into like highs and lows. My biggest thing that I just don't know how to do really, I feel like, is lows. Like, there's a, I blew out my voice once. Lows are the easiest to teach people, honestly. <clears throat> okay, because it'll be fun. Because th- when you do them right, they're like the least aggressive on the like parts of your voice that get worn out. In my mind, sweet dude, I used to be able to do them when I was younger, and now I, I just, I don't know, something mentally um, puberty, puberty, yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah. I didn't go through that till I was uh, fourteen. No, I, I, yeah, I was that kid that you, had you a should, beard in high school. Actually, that's early yeah. for a guy. It's usually like fifteen, yeah. seventeen. No, I had a beard in high school. Did like, you really? Yeah, I had a full beard by the time I was like sixteen. Dang. Yeah, I started losing my hair early too with that shit. Mine was um, yeah, I had when I was a junior in high school, we were doing the diary of Anne Frank, and I was playing like an old. You had a backup pick of you as a and beard. I grew, oh my god. Yeah, I grew a full beard in high school. Um could have played a bunch but, of old men. Oh, I did. <laughs> I took all their money. <laughs> <laughs> that voice was so good. Yeah. I've been I've been shamelessly watching a bunch of Trixie Mattel and Tatia, the drag queen YouTube channel. They're the funniest combo I've ever seen. Oh, I've never seen that. Their humor is filthy and it's so funny. I like filthy humor. That's why I feel I know that Sean and I will get along well, but also Jesse is fucking hilarious too. Um, Watching his stupid little voice clips that he, is like, so he like, goofy. throws his voice and does his hick shit. It's hilarious. He goes from so dry <laughs> to that <laughs> out of nowhere. And I think that makes it even funnier. 
Dude, well, before I take up the rest of your fucking afternoon, which one, I appreciate you joining me today and waking up and doing this. I do want to ask you one thing. Um, one, first and foremost, I want to thank you for doing Featured X this year. I and, actually, I'm glad um, you said that because I need to check my emails for that. There you go. Um, yeah, I appreciate you giving it a shot and like trying this new weird uh, platform that your dumbass friend made. Um Dude, but it's been really cool on there. and it's Sick. worked out well. Yeah, and it, it and it feels really good. And you've done a couple songs through there. Mm-hmm. And I was curious, just like, how have you enjoyed it? Have you found it useful? Have you 100%. enjoyed your experience with these other people? I've actually um, sent people, like, even people that DM me, I try to direct toward the platform for the sake of it. Sick. Yeah. I hope it's making things easier where... You know, I just wanted people to not have to, you know, sift through like talking too much where it's like, just let me listen to the song first and we'll go from yeah, there. Yeah, I'm, so I'm like- definitely a person that likes organization and formats. And this is, I mean, this is honestly perfect. This well, is what I would have done. <laughs> hey, well, it's been a lot of fun. I like the it. look I've too. Really it's in- like, I don't know. I just like the, I like the, whoever, who designed this? The Feature X logo um, and whatnot. I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, he uh, is a former business partner. Um, so, it, but actually, well, actually, actually, I can talk about it to some extent because Aaron also helped. Oh, nice. So, yeah, Aaron has like he came up with like all the OG pictures that you saw with like when we posted your image and stuff that backdrop mm-hmm. and everything and that was a little overlays and whatnot. Yeah, Aaron made that. Nice. Um, oh, you know what? That so, does look like his style. I should have seen yeah, that. Yeah, he, um, he took some, like, our ex-partner had, like, a rough idea they came up with, and then um, Aaron went and smashed it. Um, so, actually, correction to myself, I can't say it. Aaron fucking Marsh, um, who I would love to get him up there, and we've talked to him about it. He's just so busy with the goddamn Teddy stuff right now, too. I love um, Teddy Swims. Teddy Swims is pretty Do you like incredible. soulful singers yeah. like that? I do. That like I did like jazz choir in high school and stuff. And I always was my main thing listening to that was Ray Charles when I was great in high choice. School. Um but I yeah, I love that kind of music. And it's just great to see that no matter what you like Luther Van Dross. Raw talent. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah, give me the sexual stuff. Nice. Um, but yeah, Teddy just is proof of if the Greatness will shine over anything. Um, Lionel Richie's voice is, yeah, it's timeless, man. So timeless. You know? Yeah, I'm curious to see what his like personal releases will be like. Because mm-hmm. um, I'd love to hear him do some ballady shit. Like, I want some real organic R&B sexual baby making ass. Yeah, he mostly stuff. does like kind of like feel good upbeat tracks. Yeah. See, I don't. I want to hear more vulnerable good. of him. You know make me vulnerable yeah true i want it to be so good that i'm just like you know sitting there waiting for teddy swims Mm -hmm. i want him to come gobble me up Um, (laughs) (laughs) if he ever hears this he's gonna be like i don't know who this fucking creep is but i'm certainly not gonna gobble you up sir (laughs) um you know but wouldn't that be cool i well you know i just put some hot sauce on you he'd be all right Dude, I can't eat hot sauce. It fucks me up. It makes me sweat, but I try. I can have like a pinky nail's worth of sriracha and I'll sweat like I just really? ran three miles. Well, we gotta kind yeah. of like I don't wanna say discipline yourself. It's almost it's almost like you your scotch training, like you hate scotch, but you have to like drink it over time and eventually a palate will just start to enjoy it or whatever yeah. they say. 
I'm not cool enough for that. Hard. I teach. Yeah. Well, I I drink. I you know though, after a whole year of pretty much not drinking, when I I went and uh, I did a I I went to brunch on Sunday. I did too and, for the first time in so long. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I had a few a few bevies, and uh, after not drinking for a while, it certainly feels weird. You mean um, like the two day hangover that we now get? It's not. It's in the. <laughs> it's in the moment you start. I don't know. I start thinking about things too much. I also don't think I'm. Um, I'm definitely way better as a pothead than as a drinker. Um, I don't think it suits my personality traits. I prefer one or the other. Very yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, but that's why now I'm just like a two, two or three shrulies. I'm comfy, feel good, but. Cause every, every time I drink, I just drink till I'm like super drunk and then still got to get home and it's awful. And you know, a 40 minute cab it's expensive ride really too. drunk sounds, it is expensive and so is pot. So I feel like I have to pick or choose. <laughs> yeah, um, true. You know, why not? Um, but dude, I'm going to let you go in a second. One, like I said, thank you very much Welcome. for doing featured X. I hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it's been a fun opportunity to just get to kind of like keep everyone in a kind of it's, it's definitely helped my social skills this year. That's also true. Um, so, um, but yeah, I really do appreciate it because I know how many people have been excited to get to work with you and you've definitely gotten like a good amount of offers and it's just cool to see that you've picked some and you've picked some stuff that you like and that it actually can work. Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully more people continue to enjoy it this year. So thank you, but dude, also, congratulations on the record. Not only, you know, coming out, but fucking smash. Thank you, man. Because it's just got to feel good. You it all does. deserve it. You're all really nice people. You always have been. And you 100% deserve it. I mean, it, we so, just selfishly know. want to create an environment for fun. We want to have fun. So we want you guys to have fun. We just hope it's yeah. a, a one big happy family. Absolutely. So you've been twitching a lot and shit too. So is that where the people can find you mostly these days? Yeah. I mean, on Twitch, my schedule is supposed to be Tuesdays and Thursdays, but I'm kind of bad at it. Uh, it's it's fairly random, but I, I am on there a decent amount. Um, well, I'm I, sure I pretty you're much doing a lot of press stuff at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've pretty much stayed off of everything else as much as I can because it's a lot overwhelming at times. But yeah, I've been on Twitch a lot. So if you want to come hang out more personal levels, Twitch is a good spot. Well, and I'm doing vocal lessons. Just DM me wherever if you want a vocal lesson. I'm going to do a vocal lesson and everyone will be so impressed. Yeah, you can you can do a uh, testimonial. <laughs> when you hear when you hear the intro for my show, that's me doing like a jokey version of my I'll have scream, to go back and really listen to that. Um and yeah. <laughs> It's just all so stupid. Because um, that's what, everything was all like, yeah! I'm just like being, trying to be a fucking butt James rock Hatfield. asshole, Creed looking mass motherfucker. Yeah. Dude, that would be so cool if I was James Hetfield, but I'm not. Well, maybe someday Dude, when I grow You know up. what I like about him aging is how badass he looks with gray. Yeah. I'm going to. He looks yeah, like. He looks like a. Uh, he looks like when he does the, the suit. The, like the three piece without the jacket and, he, and the the silver fox look he's got going. He looks badass as hell. That's very nice. I'm a big fan. Yeah. He's like fine wine. Yeah, I'm going to age like 
I'm gonna age like a nutsack. I'm gonna age like a McDonald's burger. <laughs> my eyes are just. By the time I'm done, my hardened. eyes will just be permanently closed. I don't decay. I just, just harden. Smoke coming smoke, out of yeah. <laughs> What kind of Pokemon is that? I don't know. I look like a turkoal. Um, a torkoal. It's like a turtle that has steam coming out of what it. What generation um, of Pokemon was that from? Is that a real Pokemon? I don't know. It is a real Pokemon. How do you spell it? Um, Tor. T-O-R-K-O-A-L, I think, or T-U-R. Hey, Jamie, pull that up on the monitor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my oh, there God. he is. Okay. Oh, he's so go. cute. Dude, I've lost touch with uh, Rogan a bit. I got to go back. And, I, haven't, I haven't listened and to a full episode them. in quite a while. Yeah, same here. Um, I want to hear all yeah. the most recent Kanye ones because those are always crazy. <laughs> That was one I did go and uh, watch and listen to. And the Elon it's, one's good. It's enjoyable. You had Jim uh, Brewer on there I, recently. Oh, that would be fun. I saw Jim Brewer open for Metallica. You really saw fun. his band? Dude, I'm a huge uh, He just did comedy. Fan it wasn't his band. Oh, you really? Yeah. I've seen him yeah, just his stand-up stand live twice. Oh, no shit. Huge fan. Yeah. He was really nice where it was just him doing comedy and then Metallica played and it was like, thank God nobody else played. Like, really? this is great. I just, yeah. Metallica had like a 200 drone, like flying dance and shit. Re- and they had a drone was, show? Yeah. It's like no these like way, dancing dude. sky crazy. I didn't even know about this, that. It's wild. Like beaming lights and all this shit. It's crazy. Yeah. It was wild. It was really, really cool. We'll have to add um, that to our future. There you go. Someday when we, you know, we all need to come together and then we can afford like 10 drones. By the time our... we're big enough for that, we'll have jetpacks. <laughs> exactly. Dude, but it would be cool Mandalorian. Now where I listen to this shit and I do, I want to see you guys do the big European festivals. I want to see you guys open. It would be, honestly, I could see you touring with a Meshuggah or something like that. At God, this point that'd be where wild. Be interesting. Wouldn't that be fucking fun? I would do it. Um, for sure. But Regardless, it looks like you're going to have, yeah, regardless, it looks like you're going to have a really nice year, man. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. I would, I'd be happy about that. Hey, well, people already like everything that you did. So the hardest part is done. You know, the hardest part of breaking up is getting back your stuff. What is, is that a thing? Is that a song? That yeah, sounds like was, Jack Black. It was a, I, thank you. It was a, a boy band song. From getting back your stuff, yeah, it's good stuff. I like stuff like that. It's not O Town, but it's good. But dude, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate to, I you. Pee. Go pee pee. <laughs> Everyone have fun with JT on Twitch while he pees. But dude, I'll talk to you soon. Much love, my friend. Love you. Thank you, man. Love you too. Bye. I'll see you around. All right, that was the show. Thank you, Mother Tuckers, for tuning in. I hope you had a good time here on the Get Tucked Podcast. JT, thank you for also joining me this week. It was a real pleasure. I know that the audio isn't uh, the same on this episode. I've been trying a couple new things, and it's a little wonky here on this first one, but I promise the next one will be better. We've got some sweet additions for FeatureDecks.com coming up, including um, one massive name that I could not be more excited about. Uh, next up on the podcast is my guy, Andrew from afterlife, better known as Afterbirth. catch you next time. And as always, God
Ever wonder what a punch from Elton John feels like? Or how you cope with having turned down the chance to be in Nirvana? Or what signal Keith Richards gives when he wants you to get the hell out of his hotel room? Fans of Too Much Effing Perspective don't have to wonder, because they've heard these exact stories and a jillion others on our podcast. I'm Alex Hoffman, former tour manager for Radiohead. And I'm musician and comedy writer Alan Keller. On the TMEP show, we get guests like Nancy Wilson from Heart, Jeremiah Freights from the Lumineers, and Modern Family's Julie Bowen to tell us things they may have only shared with their therapist, clergy, or a TMZ stringer. So join us on Too Much Effing Perspective. That's E-F-F-I-N-G Perspective. The only podcast you crank up to 11. Oh.